just avoid judging the podcast harshly. You know, tell yourself, I'm not going to judge this podcast until my 100th episode. Until I get there, I'm just going to put out content. Um, and in that process, you're going to get better in all kinds of different ways you didn't even think of. Um, the thing that kills most podcasts is people just get too self-conscious with it. And they, 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 they're <laughs> the Delta of where they are and where they want to go just seems too high to climb, you know? So just keep doing it. It's like, nobody's listening to my podcast. Doesn't matter. Record another one. You know, I don't have the right cover art. Doesn't matter. Just record another one. Keep going, keep going. You get to that hundredth episode and you're going to have domain expertise in all kinds of different ways you didn't even expect. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups in the seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where we help startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com. We're always here to help. Now, today we have another great guest on the podcast, and this is an expert episode. And as ironic as it is on a podcast, we're talking about podcasts, but I think it'll be a great and a fun episode. But Ryan, is it Estes? Is that how you say the last name? Estes. Estes. I was close, but not quite. So <laughs> as a quick introduction, so Ryan, we're going to talk about everything, all, all things podcasts. And so everything from, you know, why you should listen to podcasts, probably not as much of that, but more so if you're thinking as a business, should I go on podcast tours? Should I be a guest on other podcasts? This is a good way to reach new audiences. Should I start my own podcast? What's involved? You know, how to do that? How do I find guests? And kind of, I don't know if we'll get through all of it, but it'll be a great conversation. Um, and so with that much as an, as an introduction, welcome on the podcast, Ryan. Thanks so much, Devin. I'm really happy to be here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on. So with that in mind, you know, before we dive into the questions and talking about podcasts and everything else, maybe give the audience just a quick introduction, a little bit about yourself, why you're an expert on this, uh, this topic and why people should listen to you. Absolutely. So uh, I am the co-founder of KitCaster.com and we are a podcast booking agency. We work largely with funded startups, uh, startup founders, that is, entrepreneurs with exits and C-suite execs, and we book them on the world's top podcasts. Um, I got started in podcasting maybe 15 years ago. I was kind of on the heels of a uh, unsatisfactory business exit, <laughs> we'll call it, and took a job uh, that was about an hour and 20 minutes away from my home. So I got kind of sick of my playlist pretty quickly. I don't know what this fly is doing. That's not good for <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> he just wants uh, to join in the fun. Yeah, okay. He could be there on the boom arm, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, 15 years ago, I'm stuck in an hour and 20 minute commute each way to a job. You know, I, I had, uh, was an entrepreneur. I owned a health food brokerage and um, that kind of fell apart. So I took a job, you know, and I ran out of my playlist uh, pretty quickly, got kind of sick of it. And kind of discovered podcasting through that and mm -hmm. podcasting early on, even 15 years ago, became kind of a salve. I was in a uh, maybe a, a bluish phase for uh, the Estes household, two young children, um, kind of figuring out what to do next. And podcasting came along in the perfect time. So um, after that, I, I kind of decided to to strike out on my own with my own podcast and put a couple together and had some success there. And really over the next 10 years, um, just fell in love with the medium. You know, I, I founded a podcast called the Denver, Denver business podcast that kind of fed leads to my marketing agency. And 
Um, just had a ton of fun with it. Produced maybe six, seven shows, did launches, um, had a great time with it. So flash forward to two years ago, uh, our co-founder Brandy and I were kind of having lunch and she had a PR firm that I'd worked kind of parallel with for years, particularly around the podcast. And she's like, you know, let's do a project together. We had great chemistry. And we're like, cool, well, let's do something in podcasting. So kind of throwing business ideas around, looking for something that could scale um, in podcasting. So the idea of a booking agency, much like a musical biz booking agency or a music act booking agency, um, kind of took root with the idea being, you know, scaling uh, agency like that would be old school. You know, it's like butts and seats, you know, mm. building a culture, pr providing jobs. Both of us had kind of come from startup, you know, software world where you're looking lean and mean teams with 90% margins. And this was different. And I think it both, it appealed to both of us. So we kind of set our heads to it. And, you know, two years later here, we've got a staff of 18 here in Denver, um, about 117 clients and growing exponentially. Podcasting has been very good from us for us. So awesome. as far hey, as I'm, I'm a big podcast, you know, big podcast uh, promoter. I love I, I list I, I it, probably the medium other than books on tape. I love podcasts probably as much or more. And I think they're a great or a great medium to both to convey information as well as to devour information. Now, one thing before we get into your expertise that I, I do want to this I, more just a personal question, not as much on the expertise. But so podcasts were around for 15 years ago because I've 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 been listening to podcasts for, I don't know, three or four years. And I thought I was newer than that. And they've grown since then exponentially. But I wasn't aware that they were, they were around 15 years ago. Shocking. It was I think it was <laughs> iPhone 2. I had an iPhone 2 and I realized that I think it was like a maybe it was a 3g network maybe that was cutting edge back then 2g something like that um but when it kind of clicked to me because i was downloading them and then i realized that through your cell cellular connection you could download the podcast it would take like an hour and a half <laughs> and so i was like oh my god and you know it just started clicking because i would go through like kind of apple podcasts and and you know i was like there's podcasts about everything you know and so that became my commute you know, and then I, I started podcasting on that commute by just recording phone conversations with my friends because I was so lonely and publishing <laughs> that, <laughs> publishing that as a podcast and Love never it. look back. Awesome. Well, that is a that is a great introduction and uh, appreciate the, the background. So now without further ado, let's dive into a little bit of podcasting. So, you know, there's kind of in my mind and, and probably, in, you know, in some other people's minds, kind of two different ways that you can beyond just listening to podcasts and devouring it. But if you're looking at it from a business sense of, hey, this is a new medium for me to promote myself, to share information, to do client generation or, you know, otherwise do it. There's kind of two paths that you can go and they're not exclusive, but one is that you can go and start being guests on other podcasts. You know, you can either do it organically, you can reach out to them, you can have use your services or anything else. And then there's the other side of, hey, you can start your own podcast to reach new audiences and to, you know, share information and, and show you off your expertise. So we'll probably hit on a bit of both. But on the first one, if you're saying, okay, I'll ask the question before we split into it is, you know, how do you make that balance or that decision as to which path you should go or both paths or kind of if you were taking somebody that's, you know, in a start or kind of was a startup, an entrepreneur, maybe a small business, and they're trying to figure out, hey, I only have so many hours in the day, I only have so much time and resources, which is the best path for me to go? How would you kind of walk through that decision making? You bet. So path A is start your own podcast. Path B is go on other people's podcast. Yep. 
Okay, cool. So, you know, uh, as far as going on other people's podcasts, it's a great way to validate if you like the medium. Um, podcasting has a lot of moving parts and to publish your own podcast, to launch it successfully, to find guests, to carve out the time, it takes a lot, a lot of time. Um, and it's a calling for some people. I mean, for talkers like us, I mean, we we're born for this. So <laughs> it's great to have your own show and to do all those things becomes kind of a, a labor of love or a devotional practice in a sense. So mm. if you're, if you're interested in it, um, then going on uh, as a guest is probably a good way just to validate that it's a good source for you. Um, caveat being that you should probably have something worthy to discuss. Not necessarily, <laughs> you know, you can go on and do anything, but if you are truly an expert, um, then it gives you a nice platform or at least a nice kind of foundation to go on and, and talk to other folks. Um, and also, I think that's kind of a part of the deal. There's a reciprocity that happens here because it is so difficult to publish a, a podcast, much less build an audience base. You really um, are trading that expertise and value uh, for the the authority and the audience of the podcast. So, mm. you know, I take that really seriously. It's like, you know, I want to go on and make sure it's a, a good show for for podcasts I go on because I know how difficult it is to build a show. No, um, and I think that that's, a, I think that those are, you hit on a lot of great points. So maybe just diving into a couple is, one is I don't think that people get the amount of time and effort it takes to run a successful podcast or, or really even an unsuccessful, any podcast, in the sense that one, you have to figure out what your podcast is. And that's sometimes hard. I think, you know, yeah, if you just want to get out there and to your point, when you're starting chatting on your phone, maybe that's an easy way to go. But if you want to have something that people are going to find interesting, you have to figure out one that what your topic's going to be, but even two, figure out something that has enough of a runway that is not, Hey, we'll do five episodes. And then we run out of things to talk about. And it's going to be a very short lived podcast. And I think that's a difficult thing. But then even once you figure out the topic is how do you find guests? And, you know, it's how do you find people? And sure, you're going to reach out to your friends and your family, and your personal network, and that will be the first few episodes. But then again, how do you do it? And then how do you then get it on the platforms and how do you produce it? And do you put an intro and an extra and all of those things? And I think that that's a very good point. They're probably, if you're looking to just dip your toe into it, maybe you start out on other people's podcasts to one, get a feel for it, see if you like it, see if you are good at talking, you're explaining things and then work your way up. So yeah. with that in mind, let's say you did take that, you know, that first path, which is, okay, I've never done a podcast. I've listened to them. I, you know, like to get my dip my toe in, you know, certainly you can hire a service and you know, similar to you guys a service, but what should people, because there's, you know, I've got, I've got hit up even before I started my own podcast with people that are, or are, are offer the service and some of them are awesome. Some of them are terrible. In other words, you know, some of them, because some of them, they give you such a small, you know, get you on podcasts that are so small, so narrow, and they don't have any audience and yet you're paying them for it, that it doesn't have that return. And others are doing a great job. They have the network connections. They do a good job of researching which ones will be for your audience. And so how do you, kind of figure out whether it's you guys or anybody which you know how to start getting on podcasts and should you start out trying to do it yourself or hire an agency or kind of how would you get going on that front you bet so you want to go on podcasts and you probably you start reaching out to podcasts and realize it's the same amount of work too <laughs> one thing about podcast producers is they're not necessarily communications professionals um, which is great because it created a lane for us, you mm -hmm. know, so I, I think you, you take an assessment of kind of what are your outcomes here? What are your objectives? What are you looking to do? Where are you in your, in your 
entrepreneurial journey? You know, are you validating your product? Are you trying to find traction? Are you scaling? Um, that's going to be a good indication of maybe the kind of service that you're looking for. Cause you know, there's other booking agencies. There's, you could buy, you could get um, a virtual assistant and things like that, you know? So um, there's, there's multiple tracks and multiple things to do and kind of um, perhaps just kind of checking your expectations a little bit. So there's a lot of coaches out there, you know, um, there's a lot of coaches that coach coaches, how to coach coach coaches, <laughs> building courses to coach coaches. There are a lot. I think I just take away. There's a lot of coaches out there. And, you know, and that's, that gets me on a whole tangent. That all, that's a whole other episode is to, I think there are a very small amount of good coaches and a lot of people that say they're coaches that really don't provide any value, but getting back to the topic at hand. So let's say, okay, so you know, figuring it out, you know, basic question, should they try and do it themselves? You know, I know, cause I know there are a few ones you have pod match, you have matchmaker. There's yeah. another one I'm trying to think of, you know, there's a few of them that you can go on and, you know, just find podcasts that are typically smaller. And I, I think there's a few bigger ones on there, but a lot of smaller ones, but you can reach out and do the work yourself and actually reach out to the podcast and, you know, say, I want to be a guest on your show. Or you can go and hire, you know, somebody like you guys that do it on day in, day out and probably have a much better network and know the, what to look for. If you're getting out, how do you, should you start out doing it on your own and try and test it out? Or should you go dry to just hiring an expert? You bet. So we're going to give you kind of the highest level of service imaginable. Um, we set out to do, be the best in the world at this business, and we most certainly are. Um, and you pay for it too. It's not a, an inexpensive service. And so, you know, our clients, you know, they raised, let's say 30 million on a series A, they have a sales department, they have a marketing department, they have fulfillment success. Um, they have a CEO up top and, and co-founder perhaps, you know, so podcasting gives them an opportunity to really lead from the front. They're not going to go on matchmaker and kind of piece through like people's rookie podcasts, nothing mm. that no disrespect to that at all. And that's where everybody starts. And that's awesome. Um, so if you're interested in like a service like us, just understand that like the kind of caliber of service you're going to get is commensurate with the kind of podcast that we're going to book. Now, if you're, let's say a self-published author or you're a coach, and I, I'm not disparaging coaches at all. One thing I really love about coaches, particularly new ones, is just the enthusiasm and they want to help. And that's, that's so important. And podcasting becomes an absolutely critical opportunity to test some of your ideas and and get them out there um a part of that <laughs> the excitement though oftentimes can be like a mismatch in, in expectations you know um when when we're working with you know let's say startup founders that raise their series a we're we're going on two tracks right we're going on the entrepreneurial journey track where they have big audiences want to hear about their crash and burn stories those kind of things and then we're going on expertise track where they have very um, distinct outcomes they're looking for, whether it's hiring or gaining runway or pro mm. finding prospects, of course, speaking technically to a niche audience. You now, know, let me so ask yeah, now, and I think that's great or great intro. Now, ask a couple of questions that I'm sure people kind of have a fear, so to speak, or uncertainty, or that is, you know, one is, is hey, I don't know, you know, one's if they're I'm not sure what or what I'm supposed to share. In other words, yeah, I'm, you know, take me as an example. I, I'm not a good example because I've done more, more multiple podcasts and done my own. But you take someone that's an, you know, patent and trademark attorney, and they know their expertise very well, but they have, they don't have no idea how to share it or how to talk about it or how to convey that information. And they're not even sure what they're going to do. How do they start to break is, you know, is, how do they start to break down or figure out what that niche is or how to address that or how to convey that? 
You know, one thing we offer for our clients is media training itself. Um, what I was kind of shocked at, you know, I'd, I was a host and, and interviewed 300 plus people. Um, so I, you know, podcasting was old hat and like, you know, it's like, let's, let's do some interviews. But when I was on the other side of the mic, you know, being interviewed, there was some big emotions that welled up, you know, from like being just, just butterflies to what is this podcast? I'm not good enough for this podcast, or I'm too good for this podcast, or just a whole myriad of different things. Like it comes up, especially in the beginning when you're getting going. So, you know, our media training focuses kind of on three things. One would be dealing with big emotions. The second would be kind of the first five minutes of that show of attracting the audience to you um, by using anecdotes and kind of, um, allowing people into some of your thought process and some of those things. So, you know, the first five minutes of this podcast, I, I kind of explained my birth into the podcast arena and it's something that I mapped out, you know, of like, mm -hmm. here's some stories, some beats I want to hit. So people will understand me as a person. No, and so I think we'll, that's, we'll that's go into that. I think that that's great because, you know, I, I, I love podcasts. I listen to a ton of them and I, now my son listens to a ton of them as well. He loves business wars when we listen to that one together. Um, but you know, you, 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 you get drawn in but to the people and it, you know if all you do is dive right into the expertise and all you do is share here are the things you need to know most of the time it's kind of boring it becomes off-putting or boring in the sense that people are saying uh they start to tune out because even though it's great information they can't really relate to the person they really, really don't understand it so i think that definitely makes sense so now one last question i'll hit the second track which is if they wanted to start their own podcast but before we jump over to that if they're looking to get on, you know, other people's podcasts, and that can be, let's say they hire you guys as a service, they hire another service, they figured out how to do it on their own. What are some of the things you should be looking at as far as selecting which podcasts are good, or knowing if, if you hire someone else, that they're getting you on good podcasts, because, you know, just getting on a podcast you know, I not, I'm by far not an expert, but I could go and say, here's an easy way, you know, go to matchmaker, go to pod pod match. And I think those are great for a lot of startup where podcasts start. And I think it definitely not, or, or nothing against them, but you know, if you're getting on a podcast that has an audience of 50 people you're, and you're paying $500 for each podcast or whatever the amount is, then you're going to say the return probably isn't worth unless those 50 people are really in your niche and they're really a high, you know, high value type of people. But how do you start to understand, you know, if you're getting the good value, whether it's doing it yourself or other people, how do you select the podcasts that are the good ones? And how do you know that you're getting that value? Does that make sense? hundred percent. So, you know, selecting podcasts, everybody basically uses Apple podcasts, uh, categorical hierarchy. So, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you could go business entrepreneur as a base search. And then within there, you search keywords to find shows and like using a service like matchmaker or, um, uh, what is it? Podmatch Pod yeah, yeah. is great. You, and you can search in the liner notes and find relevant shows. Um, then, you know, the audience size is a great consideration. You know, the problem is, is it's, nobody knows. <laughs> How do you know what the audience size is? Nobody knows. I know. It's impossible to find out. Um, we have vague uh, ideas and we have a uh, ranking. So you could say, Hey, this is, you know, the number seven podcast and entrepreneur, you, you know, it's quality, you know, they have a great audience. Mm -hmm. um, but the way I would start about it is to, to check my expectations on the results from the podcast and themselves. So I'm not going to go on somebody else's podcast, hoping that someone in their audience is going to resonate and then come back to me. The, the idea that a listener is on the treadmill and they're going to get off the treadmill, stop the podcast, hit the link, go to your website, <laughs> convert it while they're on, in their, on the treadmill, very low, you mm -hmm. know? So we really start with like, hey, 
if you get straight conversions from the publishing of this podcast, that's a cherry on top, but we're going to start with the expectation that zero people are going to convert. So now it's, what are you going to do with all this content? You know, and there's a lot of opportunities use that in your sales and marketing funnels, whether you're chopping up snippets, put them in emails, maybe you're using the, the copy for your blogs, maybe you're using the copy for social media and creating audiograms and artwork, like the, 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 you know, let's say you go on 10 podcasts, you got 10 hours of content. Um, you know, this becomes invaluable source because one writing is insanely hard, but also, you know, how to insert the right messaging to, uh, people in various stages of your sales pipeline. So if, if you know what to do with the content, then you're going to have a great time with podcasting. If you're just rubbing your hands together, hoping to hit a hail Mary, that someone's going to give you a million dollars in financing. Cause you went on a show. It's not going to happen. Mm. No, and I think that's all great points. And I think, you know, expectation, I think even figuring out what you're going to do with the content's a good one. And also the expectation is, it's, you know, kind of with most marketing, it's a build. In other words, you're getting your name out there, you're promoting yourself, people are hearing you. A lot of times if you're hearing, you know, if you listen to one business podcast, you're all, oftentimes listening to multiple ones. And it's also kind of that hearing you multiple times is a, a great way to get exposure. So yeah. We'll put a pin in that just for now. And I'm sure we could talk about that for a very long amount of time and it would be, it'd be a great conversation, but let's shift over to the other uh, lane just for a minute or the other or channel, which is now let's say I do want to start my own podcast. So I'm on the other side and I said, okay, whether or not I've been on other people's or, you know, maybe I have, and I decided I want to do my own, or I just want to dive in and I want to get going or have a great app, whatever that is. What, if you're wanting to get going, what are the kind of the first few things that people should consider? How do you get going? How do you figure that out? Okay, so and I super encourage everybody to do this. Um, some people, you, you just take to it. It's so fun having a podcast and you should really do it. But when you're getting into it, no one, it's more work than you think. And it's a lot of work. Um, and then the other is know that you're probably going to be painfully self-conscious about a myriad of different things. The sound of your voice, all the weird ums and uh and filler words that you use. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That's my, and I, it was it, just as a complete <laughs> aside, I used to, I used to listen to my own podcast and it wasn't because I didn't know what I was, I was on there. So I knew what the content was, but I used to figure, I figured out that I used to say mm -hmm, a whole bunch and it was breaking. It was so many and it's not bad to have a one, but it was like, I was listening. I'm like, this is driving me nuts. And so I had to be, I had to figure that out. So I completely agree with you that there is that learning curve, but go ahead. Yeah. You, you, you're definitely going to think you suck. It's going to, it's going to be humbling. Um, but you're much better than you think you are, you know? And so understand that, um, that's coming up. That's going to come up emotionally in the beginning. Um, you're also going to run into paralysis by analysis, you know, uh, should I, should I edit all those ums out? Should, I need more music. I need a, I need two sponsors. I need to get my, the, 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 uh, bumpers on my episode there's gonna be all these things i need a better microphone i need a preamp i need to know how to use the software um, all these things are going to interrupt the the creative process so one thing i like to recommend is record five episodes on your phone don't spend any money mm. you know get you get five of your friends colleagues coworkers, whoever interview them and record it on your phone um, if you've got a, a, an iphone or <clears throat> samsung pardon me they have great microphones, you know, and you'll get a really high quality recording that you could publish later if you wanted to. But this is kind of a low barrier of entry to see if you like doing this kind of thing. Um, what you might discover is that like when you hit record with somebody and you have their undivided attention, 
it's magical. You know, no one's looking at their phones. Like you're sucked into this conversation and it's really exciting, you know? So now you've got five podcast episodes in the can, and now you can start to make a decision if you'd like to take a next step. Once you make that next step, you you get your microphone, <laughs> you get, get all your, your lighting, stuff. you get your desk yeah, set you, up. You got your website, you got, you're, you're ready to go. Um, just avoid judging the podcast harshly, you know, tell yourself, I'm not going to judge this podcast until my hundredth episode until I get there. I am just going to put out content. Um, and in that process, you're going to get better in all kinds of different ways. You didn't even think of, um, the thing that kills most podcasts is people just get too self-conscious with it. And they, 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 they're (laughs) the Delta of where they are and where they want to go just seems too high to climb, you know? So just keep doing it. It's like, nobody's listening to my podcast. Doesn't matter. Record another one. You know, I don't have the right cover art. Doesn't matter. Just record another one. Keep going, keep going. You get to that hundredth episode and you're going to have domain expertise in all kinds of different ways you didn't even expect. I, I think that's a ton of great advice and, and, and a lot of things in there. Now, one question that I've had, and I'm hope, guessing others have had, is it better, and I don't know if there is a better or not, but I'll ask it anyway, is it better to have guests on, your, you know, guests on and have people come onto your podcast, or should you do, do it yourself, or is there a mixture of it? Because, you know, I'll listen to some podcasts, and the person does great, and they just talk for 30 minutes, and other times they have guests on, and you have, you know, kind of like what we're doing in conversation back and forth. So is it more of what you feel comfortable with or how do you make that decision as to should you get guests or just talk yourself? Oh, man, if you can monologue like that, then you should do that. <laughs> that the Bill Burr thing, man, that is incredibly hard just to like <laughs> open up a microphone and just start going. If you can do that, do that. Um, uh, guests are much easier because we're all experts at talking to each other. And, and podcasts are charming because of their kind of like... Uh, amateurism you know so if you're a decent person then you've just been kind of talking to people all the time so it's it's not hard and and it makes the time go longer and it also gives you opportunity to develop your skills as a journalist and get information from people and have them expand on things and and learn how to listen and how to interject um which are very valuable skills i think that crosses over in all kinds of different stuff so i mean getting guests is going to be way easier (laughs) for sure (laughs) Now, now I'm going to follow up with how do I, how do you, so I think guests are easier in the sense that make much easier to have a conversation, fill in the time, probably have a more interesting dialogue, unless you have that personality that you can just talk and be insightful and, and interesting. Now, how do you go about getting guests? In other words, let's say, okay, one, I've got my whatever podcast art, I figured out what platform I'm going to use. I've got my microphone or my phone there, and I've got the topics, you know, kind of my niche. Now, how do I find guests, you know, beyond the friends and family or the first five people or 10 people I can reach out, they'll do it to me just as a favor. But how do you how do you consistently find guests? You bet. So if you're looking for like those uh, match services might be a great place. You know, it depends on what the focus of your show is. Um, if you're looking for like higher level folks, um, there's a lot of firewalls to get to them sometimes. But particularly if you have uh, an interesting podcast angle, you know, which is also kind of a consideration when you're building your show, like, how can I stand out? How is my show going to be unique in a way that I can attract the kind of guests that I want on the show? Um, so, you know, the, ma- the matchmaking services are fantastic, especially when you're getting, getting warmed up. Once you feel pretty confident about your journalism skills, you know, use social channels, you know, go in, go into LinkedIn, see if you can grab somebody, um, hit somebody on Twitter, you know, if you can, especially if you can kind of 
come with a give first kind of mentality. You follow them on Twitter. Maybe you make a couple of comments on some of their posts. Um, same thing with LinkedIn, offer them something for free first, um, and then just ask politely. And oftentimes, you know, that's going to get you the result that you want. No, no. And I think that that is, is a great advice. And I've used any and all of the above in different phases and, you know, going to those matchmakers, going to social networks, going to your friends and family and everything else. And I think to your point, the best thing is just to get going on it because that's your biggest barrier. And it's, you know, you see how many ep- or podcasts that have five or 10 or maybe 15 episodes, and then they simply dwindle out. And I think having that just get going is, is probably can be kind of the consistent takeaway. Yeah. A couple more questions that I have. One is, I, you know, I've seen it done both ways and I have my own opinions, but I'll ask yours first, is some podcasts charge you to come on and be a guest on the podcast and others are doing it for free. If you're starting your own, you know, let's say you've, you've been out, you've done it for six months, you're starting to get some traction. Should you start charging guests to come on or should you do it for free or is there a best practice or does it just depend too much? I think it depends on a lot of things. Um, I, there's people that charge uh, for podcasts and it's a great value. There's other people that charge for podcasts and, you know, if it's fun <laughs> for you, <laughs> spend the money. Um, there, there's it, What's cool about podcasts, it is still the Wild West and everyone's figuring out different ways to monetize. And I think it's important to uh, attach a financial component to your podcast. It'll make it more sticky, especially if it's earning, earning you some cash. Um, so charging for a podcast guest, uh, the folks that I see do it really successfully have gigantic, um, audiences in their very specific niche. For example, there's a podcast called we study billionaires, and I think they have like 1.2 million verified downloads per month, and it'll cost you 11 grand to go on that show. So you don't have to be a billionaire. You just have to have $11,000. <laughs> <laughs> Which you, you do have to be fairly well off in order to do that. But yeah, that's well, probably right, not Maybe you do need a billion. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, for the, that, that could be perfect for the, what you're trying to do, you know, um, perhaps. I, I don't know. Tim Ferriss, you know, if you want to sponsor one of his episodes, it's about 40 grand and you have to commit to three episodes, you know. But, you know, he's got a gigantic influential uh, audience you know you could go on there spend what is 120k on sponsoring three episodes and sell out of your entire product so it 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 really depends if you're your podcast host you want to charge and you don't have anything for um, an audience you want to make sure the production value is really good and maybe offer some kind of take home you know if it's like hey we're going to cut these videos you're going to have three marketing videos you know we charge you a thousand bucks or something to be on the show that could be totally worth it you know um as far as like producing video producing content it's much easier to do it in podcast form because you're comfortable there's not a production team in front of you and you're not thinking about what you need to do with your hands you know so you you could get so you can give value through um perhaps providing them with marketing assets from the podcast that's definitely a way to go you know so charge for the podcast you know find advertising opportunities um sponsorship affiliate links um there's a lot of different ways to 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 kind of monetize your show but really from a podcast standpoint where it's really going to kick in is having that audience you know if you've got 10,000 to 20,000 verifiable monthly downloads you're going to get some pretty good sponsorship opportunities um so 
that's a steep mountain to climb. <laughs> Twenty thousand monthly downloads. Think. I mean, just to get yeah. a consistent base or a consistent amount of people that are downloading on a frequent basis and listening, it's it's not easy. So it's not easy. Yeah. Now, last question. I always try not to say last question because I always have a whole bunch, but I'll try and make this my last question before our final question at the end of the episode. Podcast length, which is it's a one sentence is a dumb question yet. I think is one that everybody has is should I go five minutes and do a short snippet? Should I go 90 minutes and give a whole bunch of information or should I go in, in between? How do you figure out how long to do your podcast? I like the long form personally. I like the long form podcast. You know, you go 30 minutes, you go 60, 90 minutes, you find a natural pace and rhythm. You know, there can be a little bit of a urgency if you have a shorter show of like, I'm trying to get through my, my top five questions or, or something like that. And you get somebody who's particularly verbose and they go on, you feel that, that clock ticking to me, it's just not as fun. Um, there, there's no, you know, <laughs> there's no consider. I mean, the most popular podcast in the world, Rogan is three hours an episode, you know? So the longer it is, people can kind of space out tune back into something there's nothing no urgent beats to get to mm. if you're I doing but it, one the other thing is like if you're doing a daily show then maybe make that short you know if you're a news guy or you're a tech news guy or something like that where you just have like little snippets little beats you know where you kind of fit into this rhythm in somebody's life then that's that that would be a cool show too no, and I, I like that. And I'm, I'm probably uh, agree with you. I, if I, if I, if there's a podcast that's under 10 minutes, it feels like I don't even get the value out of it because there isn't enough information conveyed within that time by time. If they have sponsors and intro and an extra, it's like, I've listened for five, I listened for ads for five minutes and I got five minutes of information. And now I've, I, I was only paying attention for half of that. So I got like two and a half minutes of information. So no, I, I think that the, the longer form Plus, it's a lot more natural, I think, is your point. You're not, you're not rushed. And, you know, I don't think that if you are about a 30-minute and you go 35 minutes, nobody's going to care. Or if you go 26 minutes instead of 30, it's, I think there's a bit of flexibility and variability, variability to that. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, half the reason I'm listening to a podcast because I don't want to fiddle with my phone. Or whatever, you know, it's like I just want to hit play and not worry about it. But 10 minutes well, later, it's like get in the oh, car, wow. drive and hit play and not have to worry about what's the next podcast. Exactly. I'm just to this one and enjoyed it. So I love it. So, well, as we are now wrapping up towards the end of this podcast, I always have one question I ask at the end of each expert episode, which is so you're talking to a startup, you're talking to a small business, and they, you know, they listen to this episode and they've got a whole bunch of great information and they're saying, okay, now I'm overwhelmed. There's a whole bunch of things I could do. What do I do? If you're to give them just one takeaway, one thing to get started on, what would that be? Just reiterate uh, the point I already made, you know, record five episodes with your buddies on your phone. If you like it, take the next step. I love it. And I think that that is probably just get started do that record an episode, see if you like it, see if it works well, and then figure it out from there. So I, I think that's a great piece of advice. Well, if people are listening to this saying, oh, I'd love to get going. I'd love to be a guest on a podcast or I want help getting a podcast going and they want to reach out to you. They want to get more information, whether it's they want to be a customer client, they want to be an employee. They want to say, that's a great place to work. Or they want to be an investor and say, I want to put in a whole bunch of money into them to make it great. Any or all of the, or they just want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above. What's the best way to reach out to you, contact you, find out more. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to give us a big bucket of money, then you will be my best friend. So. 
Right. Just kidding. Have enough money, you can buy friends. We're a bootstrap company, but hey, I'm always interested in having that conversation. Um, it, we're also hiring. We're we're going to add probably uh, three or four more agents by the end of the year. If this sounds like interesting work, definitely reach out. Um, Kitcaster.com is a great place to learn about the team, learn about our services. I'm happy to speak with you directly if you want to email me. It's just Estes at kitcaster.com um, and happy to talk to anybody who has any questions about uh, podcasting, want some encouragement. Um, I'm always op- open to, to have podcasty conversations. Well, I definitely encourage any and all the money. And if you have that big bucket of money, you can buy it. <laughs> so that's that will work out great. But I, I appreciate ideas. That's right. I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you can or sharing a ton of great information. Certainly, I, one I think is a great or a great platform to uh, to help grow your business and definitely useful for a lot of startups and small businesses. Now, with that said, if uh, if any of the guests on here would like to be a guest on a podcast, if you'd uh, like to come on the show and share your journey or your expertise, feel free to go to inventiveguest.com, Apply to be on the show. Two more things as a listener: one, make sure to click subscribe in your podcast player, so you know when all of our awesome episodes come out, and two, leave us a review so everybody else can find out about all of our awesome episodes. Last but not least, if you ever need help with patents, trademarks, anything else, go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with me to chat. Thank you again, Ryan, for coming on the podcast and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Devin, thank you so much. I appreciate what you do. With If you didn't do what you do, I couldn't do what I do. So thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely.